0: Hi, Kane. Thank you for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Rachel.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Before we get into the film that you chose, we just want to get to know a little bit more about Kane. And we heard you used to be a salesman before you ventured into comedy.
1: Yes, um, I did sales for, I think, probably three years. And it's weird because sometimes you don't realise where you pick up certain skills from in life. I fell into the job. And I was really good at it. I worked my way up. Within a year, I was manager. They sent me okay. abroad to train up other staff members. Yeah.
0: What type of sales? Like, what were you selling? What kind of product? I, I
1: was I was selling audio equipment, hi fi equipment.
0: Okay. Well, I guess yeah. you had the gift of the gab. So, being really, yes. I feel like were you able to transfer those skills over to comedy at all?
1: One hundred percent. It's what's weird is I've I've only just realized I've always earned my money with my mouth. I know that sounds a bit weird, but that's, yeah.
0: that's a win. That's not weird
1: at all. No, but I'm just saying, like, it sounded weird when I said that. I money. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, if I when I shake people's hand, they're like, "Oh my god, your hands are so soft." And I'm like, "Yeah," because I've actually never worked. Uh, going, like, one of
0: those. I hear this a lot about comedians. You know, I feel like you guys are spoiled yeah. a little bit. Just yes, to maneuver through life without. Yeah.
1: We don't have any real skills. If I'm being <laughs> honest, in the, real, in the real world, we'll starve. Okay. In the real world, we'll starve. Yeah, 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 100%. We've not okay. got practical skills. Our skill is our personality, and that's it. Do you miss it at all? No.
0: <laughs> okay, you said you, you thought about it for a second, and you were like, no.
1: Yeah, I thought about the negatives, and, you know, most sales are commission-based, so mm. you have a bad week you have a bad week financially as well. Um, and the no's, getting no's all the time and not being able to close the deal. It, it was frustrating. I prefer this because this is yeah. more like, uh, it's about my per- just my personality. Yeah, exactly. Comedy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Sales so, is selling you, but you're trying to sell the product as well. Um,
0: yeah, so no. I'm the worst because if you say no, I'm like, okay, it's fine.
1: You take it personal?
0: No, I just don't like false, like, I don't oh. like forcing people to buy. So I'm, I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'll move on to the next person. Oh,
1: you <laughs> would, you wouldn't have made no I money. Rachel. Yeah,
0: I would worse. So <laughs> I'm like, not me. I worked in retail for the longest time. And
1: yeah,
0: if someone asked me about a shoe, <laughs> oh, wow.
1: like, mm,
0: maybe you should go for this one rather than the one they, uh, they were picking up. So the thing
1: is when, when you do retail, you're actually not, you're getting your wages anyway. mm so it's not there's no pressure so much on you as in right, Rachel, you're not hitting your targets, you're not this, you're not that, you're gonna lose your job or I you mean know, they, the
0: there were times that was the case for sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Some were commission based, so if you'd hit the target for the month that you'd get a bonus and stuff like that. But I'm just I'm just not here to manipulate.
1: Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're out of it. If it's not in you, if sales isn't in you, yeah, yeah, don't exactly. do it. It exactly. will break your spirit. It'll break you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so what made you get into comedy
1: uh, a weird one really um it was actually uh it started off as a as a negative uh, my i was going for a bad time my me and my partner we weren't going we weren't getting on very well my dad had just passed away Sorry and i you. just thought no that's all right i just thought to myself you know what you can't live your life With what ifs and maybes and not trying stuff, and I just said, you know what? I'm just going to try. I went to a comedy school for six weeks, did a little crash course, did like a a, um, did my first show at the end of the course, like do five minutes, and yeah, just snowballed from there. I was I I enjoyed it, and yes, and here we are, what, fifteen years later.
0: Oh, I think that's Mm. quite nice because I think um, in life usually tragedies have a way of spearing you into change yeah positive change and it's sad that that has happened but at least you were able to change your life or
1: best best move of, best move i ever made I yeah. anybody and it doesn't matter about your age anybody who wants to try something or if you feel like you're in a place where you 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 want to you want to see if oh maybe i've got transferable skills in something else I always tell people, try it. You don't know. I would never know if I could be a comic. Yeah, Yeah, I would never know. So, yeah.
0: Well, good on you. Um, So you've done some pretty big gigs. You've done one with Chris Rock and Eddie Griffin. Do you want to tell me a little bit about those shows?
1: Well, the Chris Rock one um, Mm -hmm. was... I didn't know he was going to be there, if I'm being honest with you. It's not like it was like me and Chris in the green room just chatting lights. No, you weren't breeze.
0: hanging out in the back. <laughs> we
1: weren't shooting the breeze in the back. What happened was, um, I was I was on and he did a surprise drop-in. It was at the comedy oh, store. Nice. And um, he came and obviously he's a big star. Whoever was on the bill that night.
2: Mike, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah and um yeah so and then i was just having a word with him afterwards just not long really just a hi bye and he was like oh you you funny blah 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 and that was it but eddie griffin that was a a tour we were doing it was me eddie and a couple other comics and yeah that was good that was good
0: any any cool stories you want to share that no no no
1: I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Amer- Americans sue for anything. I'm keeping okay.
0: my mouth shut. Right. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe. I don't want to be the reason for any yes.
1: situation. I go I go bankrupt because of you. Thank <laughs> you. We can't be responsible. <laughs>
0: um, so aside from those two, have you met any of your comedy heroes
2: or
1: look for? Um, do you know what I? A comedy hero that I met, which. I didn't realise he was a hero at the time. It's only when I got into comedy mm. properly, but he's dead now. Um, a guy called Patrice O'Neill. He was living Aww. in England. Have you heard of him?
0: Yes, I have. Yeah. He,
1: he, if he was still alive, hands down, would be the biggest comic on the planet.
2: Aww.
1: He was so talented. But, um, yeah, he died. He had a stroke. Um, he's had, di- he had um, diabetes and, He wasn't a healthy guy, but he was super, super talented. But yet him, more than anyone else, I've met Bill Burr, who's also a great comic as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, English comics I've met um, that I've worked with as well, a couple of them. But those are my heroes. Yeah. Bill Burr, Patrice O'Neill. Oh,
0: Oh, that's, yeah, it's always sad when they like have passed away and... Yeah, it's all about giving um, out heroes
1: are alive. And- right, exactly. And they- you know the unfortunate thing is? Comics, uh, because of what we do, our, most of them are not very healthy.
2: Mm.
1: We work late at nights. So we sleep during the day, we're nocturnal creatures, we're around drink, we're around other substances as well. Yeah. And some people abuse that, you know, and it shows. You see, there's not a lot of comics that you see that are like, oh yeah, they look really healthy and fit.
0: Yeah, I mean you look really healthy and bit, so have you managed to navigate and kind of stay on top of that?
1: I uh, I don't drink.
2: Okay.
0: Never
1: have. Never well, never have. Last time I drunk last time I got drunk was a good few years ago when David Hay was world champion okay. and I got drunk. I got drunk and I was in a club with my friend and I turned around to him and I said, You know what? I reckon I could take him. So, yeah, drink, 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 drink came from me. <laughs> drink for dangerous.
0: me. Drink is dangerous. Drink is dangerous. make you think you can do all sorts. And the-
1: yeah, I thought yeah. I was Superman that night. So I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't take any drugs. Um, mm. I eat healthy. Uh, I exercise, and that's it. But I've mm. just that's just been my thing. Where I have just for years, for twenty odd years, I've been going to the gym yeah yeah so it's a lifestyle thing
2: yeah
0: it's a lifestyle it's a habit as well which mm. is a good habit to have of um, course seeing on your Instagram you've got a podcast Chalk and Cheese yes It's very entertaining <laughs> <laughs> it's wild like so it's this is pretty tame that is how. how is that like tell us about it how did that come about right
1: so the, the Chalk and Cheese podcast I weren't originally one of the members it okay. was somebody else called Shabba so the, the members are um, White Yardie,
2: yes, he's Dizzle.
1: Dizzle. Yeah, White Yardie's mad. Dizzle's <laughs> even madder. Uh, you've got Chris Savage, who is Savage, and you've got C6, who's a DJ, right? Um, and um, for whatever reason, um, Shaba was no longer part of the group. Okay. They asked. Me, they asked me to come in as a guest um, on the show. I came in. And they were like, oh, actually, do you know what? Would you mind joining? Because, like, it, the balance worked, the energy yeah. worked, you know. And uh, so I said, like, yeah, okay. And it's been a baptism of fire. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This is, they're, they're like my brothers now. Though they, We're so close. But, you know, like, family, you argue a lot.
0: That's, it was funny Fuck. when I was watching it. it that's what it reminded yeah. me of. My brothers, my yeah. cousins, yeah. just having a discussion over. I yeah. don't know. Let's say a football game. You would think right. someone like literally said your mum. Like it's it can't. Right. Yeah. It goes from zero to a million. Yeah. Watching it, I was yes. just like, oh, normal. They're not. They're fine. They'll be all right.
1: Rachel, if I tell you something, we edit out most of the <laughs> bad stuff. You see, if we put that out. You lot would think we're crazy. I swear to you lot, would be like, these guys are literally unhinged.
0: Slightly slightly already, but yeah, I guess it'll probably be um, a lot more.
1: Yeah, it's been, but it's, I'm not going to lie. I'm not not just saying it because I'm on it. I'm not saying it because I'm on it. But I don't know another podcast that is as funny, as truthful. And that's why we always end up in an argument because Mm -hmm. we don't hold back. We are honest. Yeah. And a lot of podcasts that you watch, people kind of are scared to step on people's toes and yeah, a yeah, little bit yeah, yeah. mindful of the other person's feelings. There's yeah. none of that on this podcast. This podcast is Speak Your Mind. And that's why it's called Chalk and Cheese, because we're yeah. we're all different.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so people can find out where they can watch and listen to Chalk and Cheese, share your socials.
1: Right, so it's mm-hmm. Chalk and Cheese Podcast, shall I say? Chalk yeah. and Cheese Podcast on Instagram. It's on Spotify, which is released every week. We're on episode 87 now. What
2: day?
1: Uh, It released on Sunday on Spotify, on YouTube on Monday. It's on SoundCloud as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's on those three platforms. And then we put out little clips on Instagram, you know, like little highlight clips, and then you can go onto the Spotify or YouTube, because obviously it's YouTube, you can watch us. Spotify, you can listen. So, yeah. And what's your Instagram, Twitter, your social? Right. So mine is Kane Brown Comedy. So Kane underscore Brown underscore Comedy. Bit of a long one.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's all right. We got. I mean, it was easier to find you, so it's, it's all good. Okay. But-
1: Did you know? Sorry to cut you, Rachel. There's a guy in America, a singer called Kane Brown. Oh no, I have not. Yes. Is he new? <laughs> it- he's huge he's got like 2.6 million followers but he's like a he's like a country singer like a mixed race guy and I swear probably at least once or twice a month I'll get someone messaging me <laughs> saying Kane if you just retweeted me or I would, it would make my life they think I'm him
0: I mean the, can they not see your picture
1: thank you he's like in his 20s I'm more than that I'm older than that <laughs>
0: It's all right, black don't crack, it's cool. You're seasoned.
1: You're seasoned. Thank you, thank
0: cool. you. Um no, but you should just say just retweet it and then they'll fill the bit. I should.
1: I know, I know I should. I just feel bad because these people are like they literally he's their hero. And for me, if I retweeted it was like, Oh he can't, you know what be, I mean?
0: he can't be their hero if they can't tell the difference.
1: That that is true. That that part I agree. I agree with you, Rach.
0: Side eye, right there. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, Black Ink Podcast is here to celebrate everything Black cinema, and yeah. we asked you to pick a film, and you chose Babylon, which is a British film um, surrounding a Jamaican community living in London. I think, kind of, yeah. out of London. Yes. Um, so, why did you choose Babylon?
1: All right, I'm going to rele- I'm going to reveal my age now. So, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Rachel, by the way? I'm well, no, no,
0: we're not doing that. You. We're not doing that. This is all you. Right. Don't, don't I'm back a... me down.
1: <laughs> I, I was only asking because I didn't know whether you knew about the film before I suggested it.
0: Well, saying that, this is literally the first time I've ever seen it. And you're the first person to suggest a film that I haven't seen. I thought I was pretty well versed in films. And I was okay. like, how did this one go over my head? Over- like, I don't even yeah. understand. So thank you for that. That's all right. Um, but yes, so I hadn't seen it.
1: Yeah, so it's a, it was a, it's a. That's why I asked your age because it's a generation thing. Anybody from my generation, I'm forty six. So anybody from like my
0: screw what forty six? You can't just say forty six and then just act like that's
1: yeah, forty
0: six no. at all. Praise Thank parents you. for all of that good, good genes Thank being you. passed down
1: and moisturising and, 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 on. and, and only getting drunk once. Yeah, Only getting drunk <laughs> once.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the key. I also think finding your business is a very good key in, like, staying young,
1: but... 100%. I keep myself to myself. That's
2: me.
0: But yeah, yeah,
1: this, this, um, the film is, it's an iconic film with such iconic moments. Like, I haven't seen the film for years. Mm. People who are my age group haven't seen it for years, but we can still quote lines from the film today and everybody would know what I was talking about. It was a... The first film that I saw, which dealt with race issues, especially in that time as well in England. Yeah,
2: 1980, yeah.
1: Yes. So you, you, that time, you know, either you, I don't know if you were born, I don't think you were born. Not um, yet. Right. So, so in that time, I, I do remember, I mean, I was six when the film came out, but by the time I probably, I watched it properly, I was in my early teens. I was probably 13. Mm. Um, and it kind of struck home because I kind of saw what my parents may have gone through. Do you know what I mean? With yeah, the whole te- um, the Teddy Boys or the 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 the, the, the all the racist um, rhetoric that was going around then, and it all revolved around like a sound system. So you know, it was that's what we brought here. We, our culture, we brought our food, and we brought our music. Mm-hmm. And so sound system was a really big thing back in the 80s. It was huge. Like people would be having house parties all the time. And
2: yeah.
1: um, and, and and it wasn't so like where people would go to clubs all the time. It was, you know what? Someone's having a house party. There's going to be yeah. food. There's going to be drink. And it was like a real community-based type of um, 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 event. And so yeah. it really drew in on that, which was you know what the sound system coming over from um um from jamaica or the caribbean islands and how the children of those parents how they fitted in within england at that particular time Mm. and it was really poignant because they did use the the language as well so they did they didn't hold back on it Mm. you know and i think it was a true representation of what was actually going on in segments at that time obviously not everybody's racist not everybody received racism but that was a reality that was like a little snapshot of what some people's lives were like at that time
0: yeah because i was going to ask if you had a personal connection and if your heritage was jamaican or from the caribbean yeah. and so therefore, I think it would have been like a rite of passage and if I had been Jamaican definitely I probably would have watched it like it would have just been a thing that you just go through that part of life Um, but even watching it I was just like because I was telling Adam I think my earliest experience of like black people on telly was Caribbean, Jamaican, the real McCoy and so, right. yeah, and so, like, I was like, how did I miss this? Like, how has this not been part of? Because that was, growing up, it was a Jamaican culture thing. It was like, everyone was, yes. everyone was Jamaican, okay? It didn't matter where you were from. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> right. Just, that, of course.
0: Yeah. So um, that's why I was asking, and I think it definitely would have been an important film. And the way they kind of tackled it, it wasn't yeah. the main part of the film. But exactly. it came and went, and you are like... <laughs> right so so
1: the good thing for me the reason why, why that film's really iconic is because it kind of it dipped it, it dipped into certain things but it, it wasn't like it it was it was an unfinished business i didn't feel like you went away thinking oh i think they should have explored a bit that a bit more do you know what i mean it was yeah. i thought was i thought it tackled it really well. the the community base like you know like um the whole sound system thing, like I was saying, the church, um, yeah. um, not being able to find work, some of yeah. the things that we had, some of the things we had to do to get money, the police,
2: mm.
0: yeah, um,
1: interaction with with young black youths. I found um,
0: it interesting because it's like 2020, and we are still
1: exactly
0: and it was the like the same thing so relevant it's so relevant now i've you know i've got family members like get stopped all the time just because right. of driving
1: <laughs> exactly and and that was what that's 40 years ago
0: yeah it's the film
1: it's, was made 40 years ago yeah so when you think about it it's how far have we come
0: yeah exactly it's still so relevant and i think mm. Uh, I think Adam mentioned that it was shown on on Channel Four quite often and, and stuff like that because I think yes. Channel Four was a rebellious channel at the time. Yes, yes. Um, yes. But I think for sure there need to be that needs to come back in the cycle somewhere, and like Agreed. the next generation needs to see it because, like you said, this film was made in 1980 and nothing has changed or evolved.
1: Yeah. and like, I, I think I think I, I don't know. I definitely think that they should do like a remake of it or. You know, like an up to date version.
0: Yeah, I I'm not a fan of remakes, so just yeah. another one. <laughs> just do well,
1: yeah, Not date. necessarily yeah, you're right. Not necessarily yeah. a remake, but something which is up to date that the yeah. younger generation could kinda get into yeah. and tap into. And and it doesn't have to be just about um racism, but it's just kind of a snapshot of what it's like to be black in England right now.
0: And I think that's what I found watching it. It wasn't I was uh, there was no real point of the film like it didn't have like a mad message it was just like you said a snapshot of yeah black caribbean living in london and this is your yes. day experience your family your friends um and the representation and i just thought wow that was really forward for england for <laughs> 1980 to yes film and it's like i don't understand it's like we take one step forward then like a hundred back and but
1: yeah. i think that i think the film at one point was banned I think it was banned at one point, if I'm and being honest.
0: Like, banned for what? It's literally like the softest
1: approach. Yes.
0: Race talking. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> it was. Because if, if you watch it as a layperson, it would seem as if it was about this guy's journey on this sound system. There was mm. racism at part of it. And yeah. then we moved on and it became about the sound system again. But it was. The film had such a, um, it had s- such a massive effect on the black community at that time because there was no film that was like that before.
0: That represented them?
1: Never. And so it was, it was, you watch it and, you know, like when you watch, do you remember, oh, you, oh gosh, you're too young. No, but
0: no, like, it might not be. Talk to me, talk to me. You
1: are. <laughs> like, the, 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 the thriller video. Oh yeah, well,
0: of course I watched the thriller video.
1: Right. Yeah, but you weren't there when it was released.
0: No
1: right. So when that was being released, that was um, it was an event. It was shown at midnight. I never forget. It was shown at midnight, and it was meant to be like really scary. Yeah. So it was like a horror film, and it was like meant to um, like eighteen plus or fifteen plus or whatever it is. But it was like such a, a an iconic moment mm. where it this it never been done before. A, a, it's only yeah. a video for a song that was being yeah. released, but the. But it was such a big build-up, and so it was yeah. the same type of thing with this film, where it 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 really cut through like <clears throat> society in in a, in this particular community, mm. and we really latched onto it and was like, "Wow, this is a great representation of us." Because a lot of people that were actually in the film, they yeah. weren't traditional actors either; they were.
0: Yeah. I like that. Well, I yes. don't. I don't know that whether that was the case or not. But I quite liked how natural it was exactly felt, it didn't feel Like there were actors putting on um, a Jamaican accent or anything no. like that. Or speaking why they were just, you know, it felt very Being natural. Themselves. Yeah.
1: So the guy who um, uh, Shaka, you know, the 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 guy from the other sound system. So not not yeah. the guy that's from.
2: He's got that. Yes.
1: Friend. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so him, he's that's his real name, and yeah. he was part of a sound system. So he kind of played himself right. in effect. Oh, that's cool. so, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot. There were a lot of people in there who did cameo roles who were mm. not actors. Um, the white guy in it actually, he's an actor and Ronnie. Ronnie. Right. When
0: I saw him, I was like, what? What's going on? This is." Yes. I recognised him straight away. Yes. I was like, this is Exactly. Next. I would have never yeah. picked him to be in this film.
1: He did a great job. He did a great he job. He did a
2: fantastic job. Yeah. He did
1: a fantastic and, job. And it also showed, which is good as well, because it didn't just show racism, it also showed that white people did gravitate towards our culture as well. They were uh, English people yeah. that loved what we did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, speaking of Ronnie, did you ever have a friend like that growing up or do you have friends like that, that you can yes. that kind of understood or like allies will use that word, um, kind of like bridge the gap, or that you yep. can have these like I've, honest conversations without them feeling attacked?
1: Yes. Um, yeah, i got, I mean, i got, i got white friends now and, and at the time, yes, I did have white friends. Like there was a guy, in, um, in our, in my primary school. Called Patrick, who ginger guy, but he just gravitated towards the black kids,
2: mm.
1: and it. And uh, unfortunately, his his family emigrated to um, Australia. Um, I think was the last year we were going, but yeah, and he understood. He understood that our culture without actually. And at, as kids, we mm. don't really. It was an instinctual thing. It wasn't a, yeah, yeah. oh, uh, oh I'm, I'm, it. I'm down. Yeah, yeah it was right just exactly. an instinct. Yeah. We liked our energy, our vibe, and we yeah. just all got on, yeah. you know? And that's what it's about. It's mm. It shouldn't be about colour. It should be about interest. Oh, I like your food. I like your music. I like your culture. Mm. I like your vibe. I like your energy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's an individual basis. I can dislike a black person. Mm. Just because we're black don't mean... I have to love you, Mm,
2: mm. you
1: know, it's, it's about energy. It's about the person. And, and, and that's what it's about for me. I always judge people on who they are. Yeah. I don't care your background. And unfortunately, you know, where we just, it's just, it's been really tough because black people are always judged first. Yes. And then you have to prove them who you really are.
0: It's like guilty until proven innocent.
1: Yeah. And it's really, it's so strange. And I found myself actually doing sales. I found myself dumbing myself down, trying to be less threatening, being that, not a clown. Yeah, but being like approachable and the big smile and... Do you know what I
0: mean? All the time, because if yes, I'm not little... smiling, then I look like I've got a resting bitch face. Resting <laughs> bitch
1: face, right? <laughs> like, honestly, why are you so I'm, upset? Can't you smile? It's
0: like, no, I'm not. I'm genuinely not upset. I'm just thinking. But when I'm thinking, my face just apparently doesn't look approachable. But when you're black, when you add yeah. blackness to that, it's like, right, wow. oh, you know. So you you find yourself having to put on, yeah, aggression. to put on this like.
2: Hi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: facade, and the, and the worst thing is, if I'm being honest, like obviously, you're that type of person as well, like a smiley character, just mm. like me. But it's like I feel like we're not allowed,
2: yeah,
0: to
1: just do you know? And that the, minute, the minute you're
0: upset a little bit, you know, you've got an attitude, and I'm like, oh my god, you have no yes. idea how I've suppressed <laughs> the attitude, yes. like, you don't, yeah, outside of this. Facility, you would know attitude. No, you know. Five percent. I'm really trying
1: here. Right, and so that's in the film. The film actually went straight through that because they were being that authentic itself. Because they were, they were around their own. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I love that about the film as
1: well. Right, exactly. So even when, um. You, so you remember when Beefy head butted um, Ronnie?
0: Yeah,
1: I know. I felt I felt sorry for him, but that part of the film was basically it. It kind of it kind of made the audience member think like, oh, feel sorry for him because now we saw him as a person. Mm-hmm. We didn't see him as just a white guy around black guys. What yeah. we saw was. He's he was genuine. He had genuine love for our community. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And he Yeah getting blamed for something that is out of his control. Right. And, exactly. Uh, it was really sad. And obviously Beefy's carried that um that anger throughout the film. He's been the hothead, which right. is warranted That's as right. far as I'm concerned, because there's only so much money yes. to take. Unfortunately right. he expresses that to the wrong he takes that out on the wrong person and it's a bit unfair.
2: That's right. Um yes.
0: But yeah, it's quite. But and that's a real situation, though. Do you get what I'm trying to say in terms exactly. of like
2: 100%. you're going to be
0: faced with that, and you need to. I guess everyone just kind of needs to know how they're going to react. You know, of course, you're not responsible for what that person did, but you're a reminder, yes. kind of thing. Yes, and you hold that so, so responsibility
1: exactly. And also, what's really um, poignant about that part of the sh- uh, film is sometimes that's how white people might perceive us because they've had a bad experience with yeah. one black person
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: wear that mirror image of them so mm. it becomes well you know so it's I just I loved the film like yeah. you could you could quote lines from the film now and, and I' know I'd know what part of the film it was yeah. and I haven't seen the film for years for years oh, like even when beefy, even when BP stole the um, stuff from the school and then tried to sell it and and tried to um tried to use it and, he, and the guy was telling him that it's rubbish and it's not gonna yeah, work, yeah, he stole yeah, the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then he had his dog, he had his bull mastiff dog walking down the road. Oh man.
2: There was
0: there were so many little bits in that that just reminded me of growing up here, like yeah. in the night. I don't know what it was. It was just something quite grainy and gritty about it. And it was yes. like um flashy london you know how that london's always trying to be perceived as like
1: yeah yeah next door this is grimy people. it was this just is, like yes. this
0: is this is my london <laughs> that yeah, this just, is real
1: this, is, this real. is real
0: exactly um
1: where are your family from rachel sorry for
0: Uganda we're Ugandan oh okay east okay. Uh, east african through me, threw me.
1: I'm sorry, Rach. <laughs> it's right. it's I was just, I was just wondering where you were from, because I'm trying to picture your life as well, like who you'd be around oh. and... <clears throat> yeah, See, so. I think,
0: well, mm. for me, I was brought up in a, like a real melting pot of, of course, be around Africans and East Africans because I'm Ugandan, so there was that, obviously, growing yeah. up. Um, but then... Just different Africans, you know, Nigerians, Ghanaians, Ethiopians, just wherever it may be. Um, But also going to school, especially maybe in the early years, the black people at school were mainly from the Caribbean. Um, And only as I got a bit older, then, you know, West African population kind of grew and then, and Central Africa as well. So that influence kind of, it kind of changed. And then it was like, I
1: don't
0: know, as well. Um, You're right. So it's like just a melting pot.
1: Yeah. Cuz I didn't grow uh, I didn't grow up with too many Africans if I'm being honest with you. I grew up, up in South London, Lewisham. Okay, yeah. So I'm from South East and mm. um and then I moved from there when I was like 20. Mm. Yeah, about 20. I moved from there. And I'm just I'm glad I moved. I'll I go back now and people are still stuck in where they were. Mm. Like, Twenty odd years ago, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: One thing that puzzled me was the name of the film. Okay. So I need I need a Jamaican to explain to me because there's these okay. different interpretations of what Babylon means. Like there's literally arguments yeah. online about what it means and why. So, okay. My understanding was a little bit different. So, so I just want you to clear go that. No, you told me what. No. Okay. So talking, <laughs>
1: okay all right. So so basically. Um, Babylon is the oppressive system, right? Against us. So you will say so. Um, even the term Babylon used to describe police. Say, for yeah, example. so that's
0: growing up. That's what I was yeah. familiar with. So right. when we saw this, I thought it was going to be more surrounded around police brutality or things like that.
2: Yes. Okay. As I looked
0: into it someone went really deep and was like talking about the comparisons or the nuances between Jamaicans being taken away and brought to another land, to an yeah. oppressed land as like the Jews did to yes. Babylon, like so that's yes. where it apparently originates from so that, like,
1: the original, yeah, the original <laughs> meaning, but then our interpretation of bringing it forward many, yes. many years was, mm. it was just the the, I the, the system against, against us and against our progression mm. um, and um, so yeah so that's what Babylon meant to us. So that, that, the title of that film was specifically there to kind of it was a perfect name for it because it, it was a film about people who weren't from here coming here and having to deal with a system that wasn't designed for them to flourish
0: yeah it's very multi-layered so it has many yes. and okay so that's good we're on the same page alright because yes, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of looked into it a bit more and I was like it's really interesting um, yeah. I just wanted to get your perspective
2: Yeah. On it
0: um, one thing you did mention earlier was the music and how music plays such a huge part I think not only in Jamaican but just in black culture in general like yeah, uh, yep, how, yep layering music i mean if you just have to get used to it like morning you know to night time um, yeah. the music in there was amazing but also so the guy well, him, yeah, yeah. yeah he's in that group which i had no idea that yes. i grew up listening to yes that so what there, was massive shine came. I was like oh my god yes. these costumes, like these and the thing is i don't even remember how or where i just remember that music being played and it's part of my childhood
1: yeah like right. and the, the great thing about that because obviously he's part of Asworth, so they used some of their tracks in the mm-hmm. film and yeah. and the scoring of it the 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 music accompanying it went so well like i can remember even it was not even it wasn't even music but it was just you know when beefy was mashing up the car
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah and it was just that little beat in the background and (laughs) even now i can i can still hear it but yeah it was for us music is when we were going through what we're going through during slavery Mm. music was a big part of our survival and just getting through the days and you know and it's carried on where it's in us music is part of our soul It's Mm. our way of expressing ourselves. It's our way of getting rid of our pain, but putting it down. And it's also, yeah, but also as well, passing on our our story through music, because a lot of our history has been whitewashed and Mm. taken away. So it was our way of handing down something to our children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, without them actually knowing they're being taught part of our culture. And so it seeps into our, our consciousness where even like now you're saying, Yeah, like you I grew up with it and I didn't even know it was but it's because we feel like our music is made with so much passion
2: mm. that
1: it is part of us. It's when you do something that's so authentic
2: yeah, yeah. that
1: it can only transcend into something which it becomes part of people's subconscious and their consciousness as well, because Right now, if I could play a track, a uh, track to you, and it will bring you back to a particular time oh, or I mean, particular it. or a feeling, and you're like, "Oh my god, why? Why do I feel that just by listening to a track?" Yeah, because
0: I think we to a- a- my brother, and I was like, "Oh my god, this has brought back so many memories." He's a little me. Yes. and he was just like, "Why are you playing this?" <laughs> like he did that. Of- <laughs> and I was like, I was watching this film, and then it led me here, mm-hmm. and I was just like, and it's yeah. brought back all these like childhood memories, like having parties and just um they're playing what i had no idea that that was the name of the band and but i yes. mean seen all the words which is um
1: right buzzword was, was massive they were really oh, huge. big yeah, huge huge they were doing massive tours and they were big within even the white community as well oh, yeah. because they were like pop reggae mm,
0: yeah,
1: yeah 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 like yeah. a UB, like a UB yeah. type. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, so it was accessible. It wasn't too, it wasn't too edgy. Mm. It wasn't too raw. And it was good feeling music. Yeah. And so people gravitated towards it. And it was, and it kind of became part of British culture as well, you know? And it's, it's yeah. amazing when you think now, you know, 30 odd years ago that you can listen to the music now. And it's like, oh my God, this is, this still feels like you can jam to it. You know, it's amazing. I
0: was playing their greatest hits. Okay. I was jamming. Yes it's just thinking
1: yes <laughs>
0: good <Google> music <laughs> I'm here for it did you ever um, yes. dabble in a bit of music I feel like a uh, um, person at one point I've... thinks that they can sing or
2: rap
1: so no no I didn't do that but funny enough a friend of mine sent me uh, uh, he used to do he used to DJ but like for private parties or whatever and yeah. I was there he sent me a couple of pictures the other day of me like with headphones on and talking into the <laughs> mic I don't, I don't even remember doing that to be honest with you but I got what's I did, I did, but I, did, I don't remember. <laughs> but but I was a um, I always I grew up, my dad's Jamaican, and I grew up listening to reggae. Like, he would have a Sunday session where mm-hmm. all Sunday my mum would cook in the kitchen, he's in the front room, um, playing music and smoking. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, and um, so I just remember just listening to um, like just reggae music, like culture. It was there's a band called Culture, Black Uhuru, um, mm-hmm. Dennis Brown, like um, Toots and the Matals, uh, obviously, um, Bob Marley as well, um, Dennis Brown, like Freddie McGregor, and it's that was my childhood. Like I can listen to music now, and it's mm. like, oh wow, it brings back that nostalgic memory for me. You know, I didn't get into music, but I, I wish if I could sing. I wish.
0: <laughs> um, Watching that, I did see. I felt some similarities between that and Yardi. Um, yeah. While I was what Idris's Yardi, and yeah. then we discovered that it's done by the same writer who must be literally a thousand years old now, but it was written by mm. the same person, which has a lot of yeah. similarities in there with the music and the transition of your, you know, Jamaican culture and then trying to integrate. Um, yeah. Did you see that similar? Cause obviously you're more familiar with it. So were you like,
1: Oh, yes. You? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen Yardie.
0: Oh, Okay. I got one up on you.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen it, and I've been meaning to see it. it came from the book. It, it, the, yeah, yeah, it came yeah. From the book. Um, yeah. Mm, and I, I haven't watched it yet. That's my bad. I should have watched it. If I'm being honest with you, it's had really good reviews.
0: No, yeah, really good reviews. And I think if you watch it, you'll see it's almost like a graduation of Babylon. Um, yes. From that story, okay. and, you know, because it's got a heavy influence of the music but the culture is very, you know, laid in in there as well. Um, Living in London, the experience of just, yeah, being an other living in London.
1: um, Yeah. I need, I'll be honest, Rachel, I do do need to watch it. I do, Mm. I do need to watch it. In fact, what I'm going to do, within the next week, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it.
0: Watch it and then, let me know, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Let me know. Um, Yeah. Going back to the film, have you ever experienced racism, direct racism?
1: Yeah. yeah. The time, the time when I grew up. um, To be fair, a lot of the racism, which is the this is the difficult one,
2: Mm.
1: is where it's people are being racist, but because they don't call you the N word, it's hard to prove.
0: Which is That's a tough British one for me. British racism.
1: Yes. Smart, that one, the, smart as
0: hell.
1: <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a tough one for me to get my head around because I get more frustrated with that than oh, someone a, yeah. being overtly racist. I know you're racist. I know who the enemy is. I know to either confront you or stay away from you. I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is you know... That you don't like me because of my skin color, mm. but I can never, I could never prove it. Yeah. And so now I look like the guy who's paranoid and pulling out the race card. Yes. And and so, so when I was growing that. up,
2: mm, I've
0: always yes. said that. I've always like, but I just if you're going to be racist, let's just let me know where you're. Let's serious. get it out of there. Let's get, let's out, get, out, get of out of the way. Hey, I'm cool. Yes. I'm, like, I'm safe. But I hate the ones where they're like liberals. Um, yes. And they're mad racist and sexist and all the other things that come with it. Yes. It's just like...
1: And, and this is one of the things that I'm a big advocate of because I I kind of look at racists, people who are homophobic, people mm. who are sexist, I kind of look at them with... Uh, I don't even know how to put it. They, I don't look at them as... They're just horrible people. I will more look at it as you're not educated or you're not informed or you haven't been around that group of people. And it's fear. You're fearful of that group of people for whatever reason. And so I kind of pity those people. I don't ever look at them as if, because their whole thing is to make them feel better better than you. Yeah. That's what, that's what their thing is. I don't like you because I'm better than you. And you see me as um, aggressive or whatever it is, unintelligent. um, And so I know know I'm not those things. Mm. So you're the stupid one. I don't ever feel as if, oh gosh, oh, that's horrible. That hurt. Because I know it's not the case. Yeah. So when I was growing up, racism was more in your face. Mm. People would call you the N word. I remember even, God, how long ago was this? This was probably 20-odd years ago. You know, group of guys driving past, windows wound down, shouting stuff out the window. It was not commonplace, but it happened a few times. Mm. And But those people got it from somewhere. So they've heard that talk. Listen, I've got a three-year-old child, mm. and he's... He will never swear unless he hears it in the house or he hears it from somewhere. Racism, people don't know, born racist. They're taught racism.
2: Mm.
1: They're taught yeah. it. Nobody's born and thinks, you know what, I don't like this group of people yeah, yeah. Um, because of the colour of it. Nobody does that. You see children mm-hmm. playing, they don't care about the colour of the other person's skin.
2: Yeah, so
0: like it's like only as they
1: get condition- older. Conditioning. Of course. Mm. Right. So... You know, as I've got older, the racism hasn't been so much in my face, but I know it's there. Mm. I know it's there.
0: I think for me, what was more difficult is you, growing up, because your kids, it's not, it wasn't really that evident and the, the odd racist remark or whatever was,
3: Yeah,
0: was like really few and far between. It was more going into the workplace and the work environment when you, you know, you start going into where you're the only black person whatever and it was little things that would be said or behaviors and like I said it's very I call it British racism where it's very clever (laughs) and um, it's not racism where it's just like yeah we don't like your sort. yeah it's it's it's, not it's not
1: over exactly
0: Exactly. and it's so difficult to kind of navigate and and so because you haven't been used to that kind of figuring out mm, is this person racist or not you literally have yeah. to figure it out and it might take a bit longer um yes but it's it's, it's difficult it's difficult and, and do you, know
1: the, do you know the funny thing rachel sorry to cut you
0: that's no, all but right
1: people will never unless you're black people will never understand how what makes you think i'm racist
2: yeah, I know yeah <laughs> I can't explain
1: it. I just know <laughs> yeah it's something that's innate within us. yeah. Listen, I don't know how old you are, but I've had 46 years of understanding human behavior, mm. understanding body language, underst- just and it's little things and you know what? sometimes maybe ten percent, twenty percent of the times you may be wrong. And the mm. person isn't racist, they might have had a bad day or they might just not gel with you particularly. But the other times, you're, you hit it on the head. You I know, right on the head, it's but a you lifetime. can't time. prove it. Yeah,
0: it's a lifetime of information. <laughs> so by the, time, don't worry, yeah. by the time I get to my age, I know. I know when someone's racist yes. or anything. they are trying to be smart and slick with it and you're just like, mm, not today, honey. Not today.
1: I I right exactly I know what I know what and I know how you feel yeah but just be honest yeah just be honest
2: just because
0: right now what I find funny the TikTok generation I'll be yeah. they're hotting up their parents so they're like recording their oh. parents and they are having these discussions yes. and I'm just I saw like
1: white girls do it
0: yeah and it's all yes. white kids and I'm just like yes. one good on you but at the same time yeah. this is crazy if this is the conversation obviously the parents don't know they're being recorded or whatever or yeah. some of them you know and they are completely fine with it i'm like wow how did you manage to get some common sense then if this is the environment you're being raised in but you can clearly see yeah. Yeah. that what they're saying and doing is wrong some of them being cops some yes. <laughs> that are people going to say I this just, it was quite troubling but positive at the same time because i was like oh we have some hope
1: <laughs> yes but this is the good thing about this generation the good and bad yes yeah. they are so immersed within a particular culture and it's not just black culture but it beca- it's everybody's culture so yeah, yeah. everybody's into rap everyone's into hip-hop everyone's into dressing a certain way everyone's um going out to clubs with Different races of people, and yeah. it's only when the one, those ones who are segregating themselves and only go to certain places, who mm-hmm. maybe are still fearful and are still a little bit racist yeah. and still look down on people of color. Mm-hmm. But those people that immerse themselves within the culture, they get it. Mm-hmm. They get it because your parents can tell you till they're blue in the face. Oh, they're thieves. They're crooks. They're aggressive. Yeah. They're this. They're that. They're violent. But hold on, uh, friends. And yeah. They're the most passive people you ever come across. <laughs> but We're too chill. That's the right, and I've never heard them say anything about aggressively about anybody else's race, but mm. you have. Yeah. So they're not. They're not stupid. They're seeing. Hold on. Wait a second. This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Most of the. If you hold back a people, I don't care what race you are, what colour you are, everything is down to economics. Mm. Do you think that these black youths would be out there doing what they're doing now if they had the economic power that the white elite have? There would be no need for them to do that. They wouldn't have to go out and try to make money any other way. They would be working. They'd be making money. They'd be setting up their own businesses. They'd feel confident. Listen, a lot of people who go to university... Um, white people who go to like the top ones, Eton, Cambridge, and stuff like that, mm. they get—they're practically sorted because everybody's family knows everybody's family. Mm-mm. There's a job waiting I for them. So. Yeah. There's opportunities waiting for them. There's there's a legacy waiting for them. There's uh, um, you know, like when my dad died, there was no will. Like he had no money. That doesn't mm. happen in certain circles in the white community. Yeah. They're set.
2: They're it's fine. When so well, when you,
1: we've got to. Exactly, we've got to f- find our own way through life. we've got to say from scratch, well, in fact from below scratch, we're not starting at zero. every black child's had that talk. you have to work twice as hard oh, as yeah. your white counterparts. Mm-hmm. you've got to make sure you- why, but every black child is having this conversation yeah, with yeah. their parents,
2: yeah we're having
1: a conversation about police as well. oh, yeah. when the police stop you, make sure that you don't you know you do everything that the police says and you do- it's like, come on, yeah, you know and. I get that, I get it that sometimes it's easy to paint a picture of young black people Mm. as being aggressive and as being into criminal activity. It's easy to paint that picture. Mm -hmm. But let's scratch the surface and look at what the cause is. Mm. The cause isn't because they're black white, they're doing it. You can go to any country where there's a disparity in wealth and you will see where the crime rate is. When you go to Brazil and you go to the favelas and you see the amount of crime that's there, they're not being carried out by predominantly black people. But the reason why um, the the crime's happening is because it's poverty. People are poor, they don't have money for food, they don't have state support. Mm -hmm. These people, and they're looking at other people and seeing they have, and they don't have. That's Mm -hmm. why black people, we are so conscious about how we look Mm. because it's important to us. Even if we've got nothing, we've got to act or look as if we're okay.
2: Mm.
1: You'll see, and you'll see it, you'll see white people comfortable wearing dirty trainers. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's, because they're not being judged on the way
2: they
1: look. That's exactly. And they've not grown up with that stigma. They can just be allowed to be themselves.
2: Yeah, they can yeah. be allowed to be themselves. Yeah, yeah. You Black people that always feel like... They have to
1: yes, and we we've always got to be. Because. No, we've always got to be flossing. We've always got to be sharp. We've always got to have the nice car. We've always got to have the nice clothes. The, the richest white guy you'll see will be walking down the road looking like Mr. Nobody.
2: Mm.
1: Mr. Nobody. But comment. if you look at the. Exactly. But you look at a rich black guy, he's still got a certain mindset where he's still looking a certain way.
0: It will be um, off the train. Yes, but it's and yeah. I mean, I guess you and I we could really go in. I don't really want to delve deeper because I'm mean, like, yeah, yeah. on this topic. It's a lot. I'm very passionate about it. Um, yeah. But reverting back to the movie, Paul's um, yes. journey frustrates me a little bit in terms of okay. his thoughts off. him and Ronnie stop Beefy from going and, and stabbing the racist guy upstairs um he seems to be kind of level-headed the one who's kind of got his shit together together yeah um and then slowly things start unraveling and everything his world literally starts crumbling and he goes from that person and then his experience with the police of being just chased and attacked for literally no reason and also that chasing scene seemed to go on forever i was like man who's running for a minute. Yes. It was <laughs> night time and now it's day. It's left. <laughs> I was like, why would these like, had nothing better to do than chase this one kid all yes. night and find him yes. and yes. then beat him up yes. and charge him on with what? Walking the streets while black. Yes. I was I was really
2: yes.
0: confused about that. But that that kind of unraveled the sequence of events of then what was him to go into
1: to stand. Yeah, yeah he to and, come
0: then he for that. and then obviously his mum's bailed him out. Significance of her saying, I believe in him, he's a good boy, da 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 we will turn yeah. up, and their dad and them to kind of having that argument. And now, how he ends with what's happened, it's like, well, now yeah. gonna be another statistic and end up in jail. Yeah. And it's just, it was just such quick
1: yes uh, the transition That's- was quick yeah. yeah i think i think what I think the point of that in that part of the film was it just shows that even though you know somebody is a good person, you know he was looking after his younger brother mm. um he was that type of guy, he was't into no nonsense he was working, um he was just into music, and it just shows that a a sequence of events
2: mm.
1: which what will happen is people will look at him as that event now. They won't look at the backstory and say, what were the things that led to you being that person? Mm. And so I think that that part of the film was there basically to kind of show, you know what, um, it doesn't matter what your intentions are initially, who you are as a person, but everybody's susceptible to changing because of outside influences.
0: A A reaction. And
1: so... Yes. And so all this pent up anger inside of him now, which wasn't necessarily so apparent before. He got on mm-hmm. with things, got white friends, blah blah blah. It wasn't so apparent before. But now it's like boiling point. How far do you think you're gonna push me until yeah. I snap? What he did was wrong, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think it was just show- I think it was just showing this the stark the, the two polar opposites of this was what he was and this is what he became. In a moment of madness,
0: but also, and so, someone that they exactly are bound to break, and yes, yeah, there's only so much you can take. And I think you're seeing that now with everything that's going on,
3: yeah.
0: Everyone's like, yeah. Why is yeah, it everyone protesting and Because it's like, There's only so much we can't, not every day, had
2: like,
0: like, we just had had enough? Enough. and I think yeah. that's what that represented. His reaction was more yes. of like, Yeah, I'm done.
1: Yeah, I've had enough. And you know what's funny, Rachel, is that right now, sorry to come off the film a little bit, no, but right now, it's really, it's really striking. This move, What's going on now with this George Floyd movement and just how our mindset has shifted.
2: Mm.
1: Something is happening right now, and it's as if we're on a, a, on a train now that we're not stopping. We're mm. gonna keep pushing forward. No matter what happens,
2: mm. we're
1: gonna keep pushing forward for some form of equality, mm. some form. And you're not gonna be able to just dangle a carrot in front of a few people and we're gonna say, oh, right, we've all right, we forgot about happened. it now. Yeah, Yeah. it literally is now. No, we've had enough, mm. we've had enough. We're not being treated equally. You know, Jewish community got their reparations. We did 400 years of indentured slavery um, not had any reparations. The slave masters were paid.
2: Yeah.
1: And it I, I think it was the total of 17 billion pounds in today's money. I think it was 20 million pounds back then. Which and paid
0: the generational wealth. Which people exactly. are, so when people say it wasn't me, I'm like, Well bitch, refund You're
2: everything. Benefiting
0: from it. <laughs> You're Thank you. living Please. living back so everything back. If it wasn't you, give it all back. Right. Um, right. and it leads on to other things. You know, there's countries sitting here with jewels and artifacts that they stole. Can you just if if it's not a big deal and everyone should move on and we should get over it, right? Just refund Take back everything. Let's reset
2: everything. Let's reset That's right.
0: everything's calm. I don't mind going back. Right. To I genuinely don't because I'm a sunshine Me too. I need, my, I need my sunshine. So it's all good. I've got everything I need there. That's not the issue. But you can't rape continents and then say, get over what it. Get over it
1: yes. But over it. It's, what is, what's, what's funny is it's easy to say that because our issue is as a black community, we don't stick together. We don't
0: No, but but that move. is but that's been implemented with, in our community. That didn't just happen. It was always like of that. Course. Of people. course. Do you get what I'm trying to yes. say? And I do think Colorism. Of, color, I mean, we've got don't, don't get me wrong, like when this is all going on and black lives matter, I'm like, yo, we've got our own issues within our community. We've like got massive racism, issues. shadism. All the other isms in there, and it's just yeah. like I get it. The world needs to fix up, but we need to fix up as well and educate ourselves. Yes. because you know, I think John Boyega had oh, his speech just like gave me chills, and it was amazing the black boy talk about the sisters, and I was like, John, mm. do not make me propose mm. to you today, right yeah. now. <laughs> I
2: was like, Thank you.
0: No one was saying it, and it was yes. just refreshing for someone. Of his stature to kind of off the cuff think about us. I mean, he's pretty grounded, I guess, and he's, you know, must have an amazing upbringing for him to even
2: think about.
0: But there's plenty of black guys in the media that haven't had our back. And so for him to do that in that moment, it was huge.
1: Huge. It's huge. There's a guy um, who's a comic as well, and he's a radio presenter, Sideman.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Right, I've got to big up my young king right Mm -hmm. now because he he was working for the BBC on the radio. Good job, making right, making good money, and um, them using the N word on the news, and then them justifying it by saying the family um, said that they wanted to report, they wanted the report to show it. Um, and they doubled down on it. They didn't apologise. They had 18,000 complaints from the community to say, that's not acceptable. Mm. They didn't listen. And he stepped down from his job with immediate effect and said, I'm not working for you anymore. I can't work for an organisation who are going to justify the use of that language on Mm. the news. And so um, they apologised after. Mm. They apologised. But it shouldn't take for him to lose his job or leave his job
0: for them to say... And for a lot of people right. to boycott or to complain and to do... Why yes. does it need to be a song and dance? Like, before we yes. get to that point, you lot just don't consider us. No. It's not, it's not even a consideration. Because if you did, you'd someone, anyone in that whole bloody newsroom would have been like...
1: "What I said, are you mad? <laughs> Excuse me?
0: <laughs> yeah. Pull up, pull up, pull up. We've got Eddie, Eddie. Yes. Stop, stop. Yes. Be yes. Yeah, this is fine.
1: And this is the problem... And, and I think that once we saw, so, and I think it's starting to happen now where we're starting to come together more as a community now. So, but it's for us to fix up our stuff first. Mm. We have to be the first ones for us to really move forward because once we do that, we will know our look. The Jewish community, yeah, they don't play around, and rightly so. Yeah. If anybody comes for them in any way, they shut it down. They shut it down. So we need to understand our our strength is in numbers and we have to stick together. And once we do that, and I think it's starting to happen. When I was growing up, being African was a bad thing. You know, it was like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm African and being proud and the names. No, and, no. There was,
0: we were being called names. Um, even yes. the hairstyles that now kind yes. of fucking Jenna, sorry, mind my, my language.
2: Ye- yes, is, it's true. Is,
0: is being held as a fashionista and I'm just like, you know, I used to actually get bullied by having my hair. In okay. Few knots. like, are you okay? And right. then you've asked I get cussed
1: about you your big lips, lips as well. My and now lips. everybody's in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello,
3: Rachel.
1: I went through it. I'm not <laughs> even supposed to be this close to the camera. I'm supposed to be suffering trauma right now because my, of my lips. And what My was big head.
0: lips and my melanin that you are now injecting yourself with. Yes. People are physically injecting themselves with melanin. Can we just take a moment? Can we? The world's mm. gone mad. I think the world has gone mad. I just don't even understand. Just it, yes, yeah, man. It's gone mad. I can't. Do
1: but it. but but, do you know what? Yeah, over the past, I mean, I've always been proud to be black. There were times when I was younger when I was like, oh, I wish if I was fairer skin, blah blah blah. But that's only because you know, women used to like light skin. Man, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> that was you know me growing it up. and it's no, like, it's oh, not, if not, I was like...
0: Because I think black men has ne- never had that same light skin dark skin issue as black women. Because I like you would have like the Tyrese's, the Tyson Beckfords, the Wesley's. Yeah, like, but I
1: grew up before then. I grew up before then. So, so I hear what you're saying. No, but when I was they- growing up. Really?
0: No, trust me. You would still. They'll be like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like the dark of the berry, is relevant to black men but when it comes to. I men- hear like yeah you didn't get that
1: (laughs) I agree with I agree with that because there were not many black icons it was always like the mixed race girl with the curly hair the green eyes that was seen as the image of beauty Mm. and it's it's sad that we've actually but you know what's funny I know we look at it as just a, a black thing but to be honest with you it's the white culture seeps into so many other cultures. It happens in India, oh yeah, well, in China.
0: You know that's why they have a caste system, and you know the yes. same. when when Chinese people are beaching, I I just feel like okay, the well you know, we're not the only ones. You're mad. So like you, no. as fairest as you can be, and your right. like that's right. a different type of self hate that someone yes. has planted yes. in your brain that you think. Yes you need to be right
1: there. but but this is why now is it, it's up. the next 20 years there's going to be a massive shift oh, also as well what's happening
2: interesting. yeah it's
1: yeah. very interesting. Yeah. yeah I can't wait because um you know I've got children I'd like them to grow up in a society where they feel part of they don't feel exclusive. They feel they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. And it's about them being able to get as far as they can on their merit, not on having to f- try to fit in, you know, be yourself, you know. They're, and right now, you know, you look on TV and you see the Gordon Do um, You think that there could be a black chef on TV like, that's like a Gordon Ramsay? Never.
0: That's aggressive and swearing and cussing people
1: won't happen. You if look you at the black chefs ex- that are on ex- TV. Ex- English exactly. A little English. bit of Susie Salt and, su- and Percy Pepper. Yeah.
0: And do you know what I mean? Because That's right. it was so... Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, that was just him. They so, We're not even allowed to... That's eat. right. Other were not even allowed to right.
1: right. But <sighs> But they would not choose a, an aggressive black chef to be Never. on television. They just wouldn't do it. Even in comedy, it's the same thing in England. It's the yeah. same thing. You can have your um, your Frankie Boyles. Um, you know, you can have your... um uh oh, forgot the other guy's name. But where, you know, they can actually be themselves, say what they want, and no repercussions, just seen as comedy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to change that. So that's why I've not really pushed myself to try to be too mainstream, because yeah. we are coming to a point where... People do want to see real. They yeah. don't want to yeah. see watered down.
2: Yeah.
0: Just authentic. Just something that yeah. they can stick to and they see in themselves.
1: Yes, and exactly. We
0: all know the faces that we have to put on. So we can we right. can all recognise as real. As soon as we see someone...
1: Exactly.
0: You're on your best we know right now. We know. Like, yes. <laughs> we know. We
1: know. And so that's why I love the film so much because it kind of cut through all the BS and was just a real reflection of what mm. was going on at the time. So, yeah. yeah.
2: God,
0: so many layers to this. Um, if you, uh, no. to those people or this generation, I guess that probably are not familiar with Babylon. If you had to direct them to YouTube to watch a particular scene, I've got one in mind, but which one would it be?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Cause do you know what? There was funny. There were funny bits in it as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. So
1: there were funny bits in it. So um, I think a good bit for people to see would be maybe when the um, they were playing. No, oh, when they'd broken into the the garage and mm. smashed up all of their equipment. Although it might seem like a really small thing to other people, it's just hi fi equipment. Mm. But that was literally their world. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know? That's a life yeah.
1: Movie. That was their world. That's what they were building up, and they were looking forward to doing the sound clash. And they were, and so that was a real good part of the film where it kind of things changed because mm-hmm. now, um, it was before it was oh you know racist people against them, and they were like oh shut up, shut up, shut up. Now you've physically done something now. So now it's me against you now. It wasn't just you against me. Now, this is a pivotal moment in the yeah. film. It's me against you, and I'm fighting back now. I'm not having it anymore. Mm. So that's a, a good part in the film um, if you want to kind of get a snapshot of the, the racist side. Mm. The, um, the the other part as well was when the police was chasing him, chasing Blue, um, with what you said. It, that did last a long time, though. I'm not gonna Honestly, that, that was...
0: was-, that was- Usain Bolt just forever. Yeah, yeah, funny. yeah. <laughs> All night long. Can I
1: ask you, what do you think of the scene of when um, the main character went out? I think it was his brother-in-law or his friend. He's with his Jewish friend, and they dressed. He dressed up with the makeup. Okay. To try and yeah.
0: So Adam and I were like, "WTF? What was this scene about?" Yes, well, yes, um, yes. We were so confused. I was just like. So my understanding okay, no. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> was that <clears throat> it was a ploy to just jack someone, to obviously, like, yes. get them in. But how interesting, because when I saw him, and then started putting on, like, eyeliner and, like, an earring, and, like, completely yeah, yeah. whole demeanour,
1: <laughs> yes, it
0: was just like, this is proper acting, is like... <laughs> 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 you're a tree, you can be getting paid to do this somewhere. Yes. And then, but it was interesting because clearly this is something that happens and they've, and they've witnessed because the guy, he lodged in the guy, but the guy went up to him. He didn't go up to the guy.
1: Yes. And I
0: think that's where the loophole is and why they they probably will get away with it because that guy's probably... How are you
1: going to explain? To, exactly. He's a
0: closeted gay, probably. So yes. how is it going to be like, I was trying to move to some... Yes. and one black yes. Yes. <laughs> right. and, having so,
1: yes.
0: um, and then they jacked him. And then that conversation afterwards that they had was quite interesting when um, everyone was like, you know, what, what the heck? Like, what are you doing? And he was just wow, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got to get your money. I don't, if, it doesn't matter how many people you got to step on to get your money. You think everyone here who's got money hasn't stepped on a few necks. And it was yes. just an important Conversation, but I just thought that was so interesting. Was that something normal that was going on in the 80s or something? That, that was, I,
1: I, I, yeah, I don't think it was something, it wasn't commonplace, no. But it, I think, because to be honest with you, i would never seen anything like that before. I was, but yeah, it baffled when you watch it, you're like, what's what's, I don't know, wait, also, I, don't I, knew, you,
0: I knew there was something gonna happen though, for some reason,
1: yeah.
0: I just maybe because I'm a you has now prepped me to like, I have my. My Raiders on now. Um, i yes. don't know if to watch that with Michaela Cole. I may destroy you. What was it
1: again? I may oh yeah, yeah. I watched that. Amazing. So that Amazing.
0: changed my perception and my ignorance or naivety of yes. putting yourself in like certain situations. So from yes. that, I'm now thinking, oh, is this what it seems um, like? It might be yes. something else. Um Before I would have been like, oh, just two gay guys gonna. Gonna
1: get down that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But now um, you're on the alert.
0: But now I'm like, he's putting himself in danger.
2: <laughs> <And> it's just, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah,
1: it's a it, it's a very strange part of the film. Um, but what it was, it was it was a, a way to show how innovative people had to be sometimes yeah. to try to you make, know to make a buck, and it just showed the depths that people had to go to. Um, because you know it was completely wrong what he did. It was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And to think that people thought that way, and it wasn't like I said, it wasn't a common thing. Where it was in the black community, it was a known thing that was done. Mm-hmm. But it was, it did make you kind of say, "Oh my God, he, he went all that way to just, just to, to rob the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you, you know, and beat him up as well? It was like, why did you have to do that? Why can't yeah. you just?" snatch a chain or steal a a wallet why did you have to so it kind of showed as well like the animosity that was there underneath because if you're just gonna rob someone you could yeah there was rage Rage. inside him Mm because you can't just rob someone which is traumatic enough but to add what he did on top of it it's like why was that necessary
2: Mm.
0: you
1: know what what was the part of the film that you would direct somebody to
0: Oh, look at you flipping it back to me. Um, I had
1: to, because I want to know what stood out for you or something well, that you're I, like, oh, yeah.
0: I quite like, do you know when they, um, Errol and Ronnie are stopping Beefy from going to uh, the guy?
1: The, the, yeah, the racist
0: guy. The racist guy. Uh, because they have this conversation and it's it's like trying to talk senses to him and let him know, like, you're just going to be the bad guy. It doesn't matter what happens. Ta- before that if you go stab this guy it's going to eff it up for all of us it's going to be a race war. Yes. we're all going to have to yeah. deal with shit and that conversation just for me encompassed everything that the film was about but also just what we have to do why we have to even when people are being bad mind to us I now have, to, have to be myself.
3: passive.
0: <laughs> I have to be yes. passive and allow you. I can't react how I, how anyone would in that situation to be like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah. consequences that will happen afterwards and my community will suffer in that. It won't just be me, but it will bleed into the community. So um, I just thought that was a conversation that I think many of us have had. Yes. Times.
1: <laughs> yes. That's a good part of the film. Thanks. <laughs> That's all right. Did your research? <laughs> no, I, I,
0: I really enjoyed this film. Um, and thank you for putting it on my radar. I will be sharing the knowledge
1: Pleasure.
0: going forward.
1: Pleasure. Did Adam um, enjoy it?
0: Yeah, he did enjoy it. He was like, he was the one telling me about all the music and stuff. And I was just like, oh my oh, goodness, what is going on here? I've completely
2: missed good, something.
0: Apart from my upbringing that I've, I've Lost clearly that I should have been that I should have been a part of, so yes, Kane. I know it's his yes, name. my
2: love.
0: I've had you yes, on yes. here for a while, it has been an absolute right. pleasure. Okay, um, it. talking to you about all things black cinema and black lives. Um,
3: pleasure, and pleasure. I just wish you
0: all the best. And I would love to come down. When are you performing anywhere? Have you got any shows lined up as we're crawling I've out? Got a
1: few sh- yes. I've got a few shows booked in. Uh, what area? Oh my, I don't, East you London. Talk about what area you live in. East London. Okay. All right. So I've got some shows coming up. I've got a couple in Hornchurch, which okay. isn't a bit too, far. too far. Um, <laughs> but what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you and Adam a free ticket. Oh. All right. And then give you a ticket. Um, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to find out the dates. Um, and I'll sort you, anytime I'm in London doing a show, I'll sort you and Adam out with a ticket.
0: Oh, Kane, that is so sweet. Thank you. See, Adam, got you. Look at us, just...
1: we, we got you. Me... This <laughs> is how black people grow. <laughs> you know it. one black person that... This is Adam. I've got to explain to Adam. This is a black <laughs> thing where we do have our problems, but if somebody has a link... Yeah, oh, advantage yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's calling someone is
0: like, I know someone who knows yeah. someone who knows someone. Don't yeah. worry. I've got yes. you got it sorted. <laughs> right.
3: Right, exactly. Oh uh, good. <laughs> <okay. laughs> yeah. Oh, uh,
0: but thank you anyway. Honestly, it's been a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you very much, Rachel. I appreciate you.
0: All the best. Take care.
1: Follow me, follow me. Follow me. You guys follow I, I'm me. I'm already
0: inside. I'm already following you.
1: Is uh, it? Oh, sorry.
3: Um, you know, really unique because you know unique choice in film i'm really glad i'm aware of it i was say i was yeah. saying to rachel like one of the films i'd compare it to is like an early scorsese one called mean Streets, which yes, is yes yes like, yes hanging out for a few days in the italian american community in new york and just, you know so there's not really like a plot but you're just getting a bit of this a bit of that a bit of the other bit of that that's right And so, uh, you know, so that was really good. Also, I love the fact you mentioned Patrice O'Neill.
2: Yeah.
1: He he is my comedy god, mate. Like, man. Only people who
3: know, know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He's a good, you know, you mentioned him and you mentioned Bill Burr. And, like, they're like, if you know comedy, you know those
1: two guys. Like, 100%. Boston guys. We grew up together, um, Patrice, because I'm, I love comedy, I love comedy, and oh, I'm getting emotional, hold on, oh. and I know it sounds mad, but to, to be so honest and truthful, he missed out on so many opportunities in his life because he was self-destructive and he had really bad ways about him, but his comedy was so pure that it's like, it really touched you. It's like listening to like poetry. You have to really, when you watch him and listen to him, go and watch Elephant in the Room. I don't know if you've seen it, Rachel, if you watch Elephant in the Room, that was a a special that he did before he died. And his partner at the time, she composed the music to it. And um, it was, if I could reach even a fraction of his, because he wasn't massively popular. He weren't like Cat Williams or you know, these guys now who can fill out arenas. He wasn't that guy, but he was super talented. Bill Burr is like from the same school. So Bill Burr, him, um oh my god, what's the other guy? What's the guy who was who got, got done for wanking in a pot and shit? Louis like C. K. Louis C. K. So <laughs> like they they're pretty <laughs>
0: it was it was yeah. the referencing and then adam's like yep yeah, no exactly who you're talking yeah, but,
1: about but i know from adam knows uh, patrice he will know who i'm talking about yeah so yeah um but, but i just i'm such a fan of people being able to express themselves in an authentic way and not just trying to offend people for the sake of offending
2: yeah
1: yeah do you know what i mean like, you could talk about race and try to make it me against you or whatever, but he was never like that. He was just a realist. And it sometimes he'd make black people look to blame. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't oh, it's just the white man against a black man. It wasn't that. But he saw everything for what it was. He kind of just somehow cut through all of the mist and just got to the meat of mm. whatever the issue was and could just articulate it in a way that I've not seen another comic be able to do
3: yeah him and you know dave Chappelle does the same and that's what i love about yes him really well. yes yeah but, yeah louis you know um you know i know he's sort of um, smeared right now but he is he is a very good stand-up comic he, he just,
1: he's, a, he's amazing he's yeah. amazing i'll tell you another one doug stanhope mm, yes yeah 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 doug, yeah we were really nerding out about somebody now sorry rachel <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, Rach. Just ain't part yeah. of your conversation. Apologies. I was like, all right,
3: guys.
0: Just no <laughs> idea who some of these people are, but I'll just
2: nod and
3: smile. Oh, do you know what I want to I'll link you up um, and send you a few bits, Rach, right, to um, to check out. You know, because yeah, some of my uh, favourites here. And um, and the thing you said about Black Gordon Ramsay—that is a comedy sketch. You should do it. Yes, real dark. You know what? You're right. That yes. is. Real dark.
0: You think you're going to have a Jamaican bloody chef going, <laughs> what the <laughs> rascal, <laughs> like, going but house, speaking like? It's, it it's, no, it's, it's a good,
3: is a good sketch. sketch. It's a good sketch. If you do that sketch, I will happily come and direct that for you for free. I will help assemble a crew and a team. I'll are good to go. Play, yeah, you can play Jamaican Ramsey. And, you know, yes, I would, yeah, if you write that, I will happily... Sort out a shooter. You know
1: what? I'm 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 gonna hold you to that because I'm starting to next week. I'm actually down in London writing. because at the moment there's a lot of money that's being earmarked for Bame um, productions, and uh, I know I don't like that. I, I know, Rach- Rachel, Rachel. I'm
0: not Bame. I'm just a black
3: woman I know.
1: I know. Just- oh, can, I, can I tell you a term that I
3: hate, and I hate seeing the white wokes use it.
2: Um, <laughs> white wokes,
3: <laughs> you know, um, and it's and it's um, POC P- people of color. It's
0: not. Okay. I hate that. I hate that term oh as well
3: because
0: people mm. of color is literally everyone that's not white.
3: That is going to age the same way colored people as oh, it yes, It's, it's going to cool. age what? like fucking hundred.
1: Cheap. Yes, a hundred percent. It's just you know what it is. This is what people are uh, so um, lazy. It's, he, yes, exactly. That's it's what it is. Lazy. And, and, and what's happened with you see this whole BAME thing? I'll tell you what they do. So when Real McCoy was made, there was money, there was money put aside to produce a black show.
2: Mm.
1: After that, what they did, they put it in a pot for like the BAME group, and it ended up being the Asians who got the money. So that's why you see like there's a lot of Asian shows, Indian shows that have been produced, that were produced after that, and we never got any of it. But now it's kind of coming because of this whole black movement now, Every, even the other day, I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw something the other day and I was like, you lot are taking it too far now. There was a panel um, and it was like, there was, it was like, I think it was like, um, oh my God, the one show. And there were the two guests, the two hosts, and they were interviewing, I think, four people, but they were on the screen, because obviously social distancing. And there was only one white person in the shot. And I was like, you're taking it to... We're not saying we want to take over. We just <laughs> want to be a part of it. We just want to be a part. That's it. God. That's a little bit of representation. You don't have to throw everything at us now but and no, then well, take it all away concern, in another six I think. Months.
0: When people hear equality in their hear, in what they hear is taking over.
2: They don't hear yeah.
0: that we just. I, I don't want to take over a space that completely has nothing. I just want to be represented. That's all it is, and it's about and just being on the same playing field. But some people yes. here, they that we want to take over, and that's completely. That's not what that's anyone's. No, no. On States, like
1: I, I remember growing up, and I so swear true. to you, if a if a show came on the TV and there was black people on it, it'd be, hey hey come quick quick quick, it's oh, yes. a black show. It was if, a massive...
0: Yeah, one million percent. Even t- You're saying that when you were younger. No, babe. Even ten years ago, five years ago, let's be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. When you That's see true. the show and they've got a black character in there, I'm now yeah. like, how the heck did he get in here? Or what, what's
2: this... Yeah, yeah.
0: What character yeah. is he playing? How long is he going to
2: last? Yes. Yeah, is yeah.
0: These stereotypes, so you ask these questions. And so when these other shows have been coming out, like Watchmen, and I keep talking about Insecure or i may destroy you i'm just like yeah this is like how how life has changed or evolved but i'm um,
1: Michaela. have you see, have you seen i may destroy you
0: of course i don't I,
1: I, I know you've seen it
3: i haven't because oh, only because i heard someone reviewing it and they said i got three episodes in and i felt raped out <laughs> <Adam>. <laughs> Um, So I, so I do. I am going to watch it, but I'm just building myself. Prepared. Yeah, you got to be prepared.
0: I mean, at least you were warned. Some of us were just watching it innocently and was like, "What? (laughs) What on earth." I've
3: Um, got a a guy, Toby King Bakary. He was on the show. He plays Michaela's brother in it. Yeah. So I've got to support him, and also I just want to see it anyway because I hear it's great. But yeah, I just need to be ready.
0: I mean, yes. no, just watch it. I think it's some—it's some of the best yeah, TV you ever see in your it, life. It, it is, it
1: is, it is great TV, but it is, it is something that you do have to be prepared for. Like you have to have quiet time,
2: yeah,
0: time
1: to, to keep track of what's going on. You can't have shit else going on. It's like, do you know what? I'm going to set aside this time to watch it now because mm-hmm. I need to focus. And, and some weird shit happens in it.
0: like you might need to have a conversation afterwards, like with someone, like to like a What the hell did like, that mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like this, yeah, like there's certain things, but also there, there might be things that you were unaware of as a guy. Mm. Like there's certain conversations I had to have with my brothers and I was just like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like had to check because you just take it for granted. You just assume because you've got sisters or whatever that someone's going to be a little bit more understanding, but actually it's yeah. serious conversations with my brothers. Yeah, it does
1: because kids. it's, it's, it's the blurry line between yes,
0: the blurry cons- consent,
1: between rape, between um, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, perception. And it's like, whoa, even me, I learned, I, in my head, I said, oh, shit, I've got a court case coming up soon. Then, said, <laughs> <just>, uh, <laughs> like, oh, shit. I'll be People, I would like, like,
0: be like, oh, that's right. I'm telling you, I literally heard some groups, and I was just like, "Do not say that to me." I'm like the last person. I will report your ass. You think it's a joke? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: yeah. Okay. No, I'll definitely watch it, and then, Rach, we can have a discussion about
1: it when we. I'll,
0: I'll, be, I'll be here for you. I'll be here for you, Adam, because you'll need. Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. I um, love you guys, man. Nice yeah. job. Thank cool. you Cheers, Thank
0: then. you.
1: All right. Sorry. I love you guys.
2: Love okay. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.